Lord. We are blessed this morning with a, such a presence of God in this place that He need not a man to justify. Amen? He does not need a man to justify Him. He is who He is. For some strange reason, God, God has men in his, um, in his business, and we give Him praise for that. Amen? You may be seated. The word this morning is a very gentle word. But you know, I just feel that the Spirit of God is ministering to His people this morning. And already we have been pretty much filled to overflow by the presence of God that is in this place. Amen? There is a scripture um, that came to my mind just now. And it's in Psalms 50 and verses 5. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Father. Have your, have your way with your people that you bought on that cross this morning, oh Lord. Have your way with us all. Psalms 50 and verses 5. It says, Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And that's a rare thing these day and age where the Lord can actually pull a few people sacrificially, a few people that have really given up the old life, a few people that want to consecrate themselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and live for Him and forget this dying world in a real sense. One of the hardest things for the Spirit of God to do oh, is to gather such a people. That, he, that the Lord might explode on the earth. It's very evident. Out of his sovereignty, God has literally destroyed the earth out of his sovereignty. But that the agenda of God is that he might pour out his goodness and his grace and his mercy through men. Through his body, through his church. We that has, he has called into his kingdom that are supposed to now offer ourselves a living sacrifice that we might save the lost, that we might manifest the kingdom and the work of the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ in this day and age, especially in, a, in the year 2022, a modern society where there is so, so many things out there that men and women are aspiring to attain and they are so captivating they're so inviting. How, do we, how is it that we offer ourselves a living sacrifice? The man and woman of God in this day and age that truly want to serve the master, Jesus Christ. Not in a hypocritical sense. In an authentic. That man must make a decision. And that is an uncommon decision. It's not going to be popular in this day and age. Huh! Even, it's not even popular to preach the gospel as it's pre presented in scripture. People are hoping that they can find a church, that they can sit, and a pastor can just give them the weekly motivational speech. Not the word of God, you know. They, we don't want the word of God. We don't want the truth. But I know in this house here, God is actually bringing a few people that are really going to sacrifice and consecrate their lives to Him. That we might see the power of God come down 
and truly the expression of the goodness and the grace of God that came to the world when Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the grave that we might see it again and we might see lost souls come into the kingdom so we are not here on a weekly basis just to conduct, conduct another service another lesson and we feel you know good that we came to church we did our penance to God and we go back home and carry on with our week but we don't carry on with our faith we don't carry on with our commitment to God so you know in this church here like when the Lord came huh, and anointed huh, if you wanna those 11 apostles hello and taught them well brought them with him daily and instructed them and taught them the things of the kingdom of heaven and then showed them even when the Pharisees wanted to come in with their religious system to take them off course and the Lord taught those men who were committed to him and the Lord went to the cross and died and came and presented himself to them and then he went up and left them being filled with the Spirit of God to carry on the very works that he had done huh. and the testimony huh, is the acts of the Apostles the testimony is the acts of the Apostles huh, huh. not the sayings of the Apostles like what we see in North American churches but the acts huh. the ability of God in man hey which is a strange thing to us North American churches void of the power of God hey and the minute that we say sacrifice few people run out of the church and somehow think huh, they're gonna titillate the pastor in this church here huh, to lower the level of the Word of God hey but I have news for you not in this house not in this house we will preach the word of God and the word of God only we will not preach our experience I thank God for grace I thank God for mercy but someone doesn't have to go out there and go and do every sin and then God show them mercy before they come that is not the prescribed way we thank God for every person which all of us have sinned but we don't we don't have to go out there in that world system and pollute ourselves and then pray that God would just show us mercy and show us mercy and show us mercy and then take that now and preach that as the gospel of Jesus Christ your experience your encounters they are not the gospel of Jesus Christ the, the gospel of Jesus Christ is presented in this book here huh! and that is the message that we preach I thank God for the great testimonies that we have of the goodness and the love and the time when God bailed us out when we did not deserve it and those are encouraging things and they testify of the goodness and the mercy and the love of God but that is not the gospel of Jesus Christ the gospel of Jesus Christ is when we hear this message that we would repent of our sins commit our lives to him and understand that his kingdom is not of this world and begin now to live in obedience by the grace of God we can't do it on our own but God has made provision huh, that we might walk a life pleasing unto him amen 
when you begin to preach that type of message, ha, some people begin to head for the door. Hello. But those people will never bring the power of God. And they will never cause the lost to be saved by the millions. It is the consecrated man that has always done that by the grace of God. It is the man that has separated himself unto righteousness and holiness. Oh, and the scripture says, be he holy as I am holy. Meaning, be he separated as I am separated. Amen? So that's the, that, this is how we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. This morning we want to talk about, you know, when you're in the deliverance ministry, like we are, you begin to learn a few things. When you're in the deliverance ministry, oh, when God has called you to that ministry, I believe the Lord has called all of us to that ministry. And uh, many of us are going to be doing it as we go on down the road. But it really opened your eyes to wickedness. And it really caused you to preach his word with a strength that you go, most people that don't operate in that ministry, they don't preach it with that strength and that intensity. When you, when you see how wicked spirits are, hello, you don't play around. Amen. This morning we want to talk about, really quick this morning, unforgiveness and its relationship to the demonic. Unforgiveness and its relationship to the demonic. Now, you know, the scripture is very clear when Jesus Christ says that we should forgive, right? God forgave us all of what we have done. And he, the scripture over and over and over talks about forgiveness. But somehow, you know, sometimes we human beings, we really don't get it until we see the benefit. Meaning, we could be seeing something good. Our God is actually instructing us from his word to do something. But we're not being compliant. We, we, we somehow read it, we disregard it. But when you begin to see the benefits, when we break down the benefits, it really begins to add motivation as to why we should do it. And that's why in, I've uh, spoken about unforgiveness in different contexts. But this morning, really quick, we want to talk about it in the context of the relationship that it has to open doors. And I believe this is going to allow people to be really motivated, okay? to not walk in unforgiveness, to not find an excuse why you should walk in unforgiveness. And uh, also this morning, just to mention, when it comes on to anything from God that the Lord is actually asking you and I to do, we know, secondly, we can't do it on our own. Okay? So when the scripture says that we should forgive 70 times 7 times, God is not asking us to do this out of our will. It's merely surrendering your will to God that he might empower you accordingly. And that's how it is. So there is a grace this morning. No matter what someone has done to you. And, and you know, the benefit of this also is more than just... It re, you know, oftentimes you pray for people, for example, for physical healing or mental healing. And nothing happens. And we wonder why. The science of this is lack of obedience. Many times the power of God is right here and people don't receive. People, you can even come here 
I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're walking with, in unforgiveness, you think you have everything ready to receive the Holy Spirit. But if you're in, walking in unforgiveness, the Holy Spirit is going to deal with that before he jumps into the vessel. Amen? Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 5 and verses 13. I choose Isaiah 5 and verses 13 instead of Hosea 4 and verses 6. Everybody is familiar with that scripture, right? Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4 verses 6. I'm changing it around a little bit because we hear that scripture all the time. My people are in captivity for lack of knowledge. This is why the Bible says in Joshua 1 and verses 8 that this book of the law, it shall not depart out of your mouth, but you, can, you shall meditate in it day and night and be careful to do all that is written therein. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We have everything the scripture says for life and godliness, for health in our bodies, health in our minds. If we're not receiving, mean it, the only thing is we're not accessing God's knowledge. We are looking for carnal means, earthly um, solutions to the issues that we're going through. And we're, we're not spending time meditating on the word of God. And God is actually addressing that issue. Amen? Next scripture is Ephesians 4, verses 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, in the uselessness, the pointlessness of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feelings have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness. With, yes, with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful loss and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in in righteousness in true righteousness and holiness my god can god gather a people especially those that name the name of christ and bring them into the pew that they might commit that he might purify every aspect of our being that we might be saints huh! that we might be saints my father and my god will we offer our sacrifice that God might purify our minds and our heart. That when we go outside, nothing in common with the world. Absolutely nothing. Guys, there, there is a few people, and I've been speaking this morning, that you have no choice but to do this. 
we have no choice but to do this, to allow this process here. Unforgiveness. One area that has caused, it, caused problems, pain, sicknesses. Oh my. And I'm not talking about the outside world. Right here in the pews. Unforgiveness. Even after we preach this message here, usually by next week, it's forgotten. Guys, make a, a line that this is the word of God, that we should not walk in unforgiveness. If you want freedom from the oppression of the devil, every time you're walking in unforgiveness, it is a signal to the kingdom of darkness. Enter me. Come and afflict me in some way, shape, or form. God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow is what you reap. The word of God, it must be obeyed. I don't care how much you love the Lord. If you defy this particular one, huh, you have a covenant with the devil. You have an agreement with the devil if you're walking in unforgiveness. Ephesians 4. And let's, this time let's go to 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. See? Nor give place to the devil. The open doors. There's somebody here this morning huh, that has held on to pain that someone caused them. And you're holding that person in unforgiveness and you've been doing it for a long time. And the word of God coming to your ear has not convinced you that you should surrender this to the Lord and forgive that individual. And you've been asking the Lord for healing and you have not been receiving your healing. This word here this morning is for you. I had three confirmations. And even we spoke about offense. We spoke about offense a number of week, weeks ago. The behemoth of offense. And yesterday the Lord gave me three confirmations this week. And even this morning pertaining to preaching this word huh, that we already dealt with. There's somebody here that is holding on. And it's destroying you. It's stealing every blessing and every peace and every joy that is in Christ Jesus. Mark 11 this morning. Understand, as we read the words that Jesus Christ spoke, they, we must com come into compliance with these words. Mark 11 and verses 25. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. See that? That there is just a line drawn. That if you do not forgive, you and I do not forgive, neither will our heavenly Father forgive us our trespasses. Let's go now and look at uh, Matthew 
18. We're keeping it very simple. One thing I know, in it, it's not, you know, revelation's great. Hello? If you're getting revelation after revelation after revelation, and you're applying that to your life, hello? That's a wonderful thing. But if you're getting revelation, just to say, wow, wow, I'm impressed. Look, out, look at this. Look at that. But it's not really carrying any value because you're not applying it. Then that's like going to the movie and watching the movie. We're doing it for entertainment purposes. I'd rather stay on one revelation until that thing, you know, like how many times you're going to get in your car and the car don't start. And you keep going in the car and turning the key. How many times? He ain't taking you nowhere. You're better off walking. You're better off with the bus. And here you are. Uh. Sooner or later you get that thing fixed. I'd rather learn a principle from the word of God and cause it to trigger inside of my spirit. Cause it to be activated that I might walk in that reality than 10, 15, 20 different revelations that I might come and tell you guys, ho! Oh, this, you know, the, the scripture I heard um, this apostle talks about, you know, the glory of the Father is revealed through the sun and the glory of the moon. The, the moon really doesn't have a light, any light. It gains its light from the sun. Okay, and that's awesome. But where is that going to take me now? You want, that, you want that word that is spoken to be a reality in your life. A reality. Everyone that the Lord speaks to you. Let it be a reality. Let it come alive. Amen? Mark 11 and verses uh, 25. Actually, I said Matthew 18 and verses uh, 21. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Peter was thinking, that's a really large number. Jesus said to him, I do not say, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, to pay his master, his master commanded that he should be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, Master, have patience with me, I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. You know, I was doing the research on this to see how much a talent really is. You'd be amazed how much money. It was in the billions of dollars that was owed. In the billions of dollars dollars that was owed by that first servant compared to a couple thousand dollars if a week word of wages so that first 
one was forgiven Allah. Verses 28, but that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into, the, into prison till he would pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw that what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. And verses 35, So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Amen? That means we're going to be given over to the enemy when we walk in unforgiveness. And that's, um, that's a reality, and that is the word of God. And we must deal with certain things in a mechanical sense. Okay? Many times we want to be emotional with the Lord about this, in tears as to why we cannot walk in obedience, as to why we cannot forgive. Right? We want to make this about our proximity to God. Because we have a, a um, even if you are in ministry, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what, if the Lord is using you to save millions. It still applies to the preacher. That's why, especially in the pastoral role, I have to come down here very often. And if you know me, I'm, um, you know, working on my temper by the grace of God. Huh! But, you know... My first goal is pull the trigger. Ha! And then, you know, by the time I'm pulling up, the Holy Spirit said, put it back. And I go, okay, holster. Ha! That's kind of how I am. So, you know, I have to be forgiving people all the time. I have, and meanwhile, they are hangry at me at their home and so forth. I'm down here before the Lord, blessing them and praying for them. Ha! Hello! Because the minute I start walking in unforgiveness, hello, I hope you know, there's another pastor putting in a resume up the street. For heaven's eye those ministry and after you walk away from everything to do this what are you gonna do what am i gonna do now like the disciples said where shall we go there's no space on the earth for me huh. so i can't allow god to fire me and reject me amen so i have to come here and bless the people huh. i mean i will call them and sting them like a bee hey for a little bit if i have to in the name of the lord and do all of those metrics but when i come back here on friday I make it my point of duty. I have a routine, guys. I've come in here. I'm bowing before the Lord. And when I come, I don't come as no pastor. I come as the little five-year-old kid that I remember. Five-year-old at that time, I said, Lord, I messed up everything. And I crumble on the ground. Hey! And by the time I'm walking out, oh my God, the Lord, power me up back again. Amen? That's how it works, guys. Forgiveness. It's a simple principle. I know it's difficult. Because people really harm us. We actually are harming people. Amen? But in this kingdom here, hello guys, there is a solution. Huh! There is a solution. And God is giving us the ability to forgive. It's a supernatural source. Once you give God your will 
and that now leads to what a thing called healing so whatever injustice was done to you or someone else through this process of letting them go releasing them huh, you're gonna get your healing and you're gonna get you and I will get what deliverance deliverance think about it now can you imagine a spirit of anger is on an individual violence all different type of spirits that we are opening up ourselves to because we're walking in unforgiveness and I'm seeing this as we move in the um deliverance ministry huh! forgiveness guys it's in scripture we're not gonna make a big ado about it but some you know when you hold an individual if I hold my wife like this and she's trying to go now see that it's hard for her to go and then now I want to do something else I'm holding on to her where am I going right where am I going and where she's going well in the realm of the spirit you know how it works in the realm of the spirit guys in the realm of the spirit the minute that you have something in regards to someone like unforgiveness you know what you do you send a signal to them and both of you are like that you can't walk in freedom and they can't walk in freedom there's a contract a ne negative contract agreement that is there and the devil is associated with that contract it's not that contract has nothing to do with the covenant that is in Bible the, the covenant that we have with God is that if we forgive and we let people go we will get healing in our physical bodies in our minds we will have peace and joy in his presence anything else is from the other kingdom the simplicity of the Word of God that we're getting back to in this day and age what happened to the days when people were walking in for unforgiveness and they would come to the church and humble themselves before God hello a little grandma hello that really don't really see too well to read the scriptures huh! but the conscience is pricked and by the time she get up there and go she's free what happened to the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ simple repentance that, that we have turned repentance and all of those type of things and make them complicated that people don't know how to do it anymore make it scientific huh! added a lot of words the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ you will enjoy freedom health in your body freedom in your mind and this can pollute like I was saying last week every area of your life if you your car has an engine a transmission an electrical system and one of them break down or one tire and the engine is working well and the car is not going anywhere unforgiveness is a big one too and this is not something that you do once because I guarantee you guys when you come here if you come to this church for the next two months someone is going to say something someone is going to do something someone is going to step on your toe someone is going to say something and we're going to misunderstand what they say take it personal and that thing can really increase we can make a mountain out of it and begin to amen so we have to let that go gather all of my saints unto me those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice 
You see that? The sacrifice dictates forgiveness. Hello? If you're making a sacrifice to God, huh, the sacrifice is unto what? Obedience. Huh. You see that? It's unto obedience to the word. That means you have no choice but to obey the word. You have no choice but to walk in forgiveness. To make amends. It's the kingdom that we are from. My kingdom is not of this world. The simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're bringing back and teaching it that by God's grace that even children can understand it. Amen? Yes, there comes a time when God is going to give us great revelations huh, concerning the, what happened when he was creating the earth and those things. And there are many books that you and I maybe will read in heaven that will, you know, show us things that, whoa, we are going to be like, whoa. We will never touch those books huh, if we walk in unforgiveness. We will never be able to walk up in the new Jerusalem huh, to the library door. Huh. And let me see, who is keeping the library door? Maybe um, Brother Levi in the new Jerusalem. Bro Brother Levi is the library doorkeeper right at the door. We will never see the face of Brother Levi there. Because we never forgive. Because we can't go to heaven with that. Amen? So we have to learn to forgive. We're going to have a quick prayer this morning. It's a, a quick service this morning, guys. Ha! A quick service this morning. If this is the position that you have held, oh, and it's been affecting you in the mind, in your physical body, your relationships, it is your moment this morning. And the Spirit of God is here. Oh, the Spirit of God is here to empower you because you made the right choice. To empower you. To give you grace. Yes. And you, you and I, we were right when we said, I cannot forgive that individual. I cannot let it go. We were right. We were not wrong. Huh. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. Huh. So give God your will and let the Spirit of God help you this morning to let it go. That there is the key to your miracle. It's the key to the healing in your material body. It's the key to the affliction in your mind. Huh. If you do that this morning, I don't care what huh, kind of sickness or disease, it's your healing day also. In saying, in speaking about the relationship between unforgiveness and the demonic. Oh, the Bible said, Oh, God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Oh, right? Who went about doing good and healing, look at this, healing all those who were afflicted by the devil. See that? So Jesus, according to the Bible, these afflictions in our bodies, in our minds, are from the kingdom of darkness. Not all those, he didn't invite them to any, any type of medicinal gathering. No herbs, no pills. All of those solutions that we Christians are actually seeking. He set them free by delivering them. Huh! 
Amen. What did the scripture say in um, Isaiah 5? Isaiah 5, that first scripture we read. Isaiah 5 and verses 13. Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. See? My people have gone into captivity. In saying my people, he's talking about Israel, his people. And we are Israel, the people of God. He's not talking about people, the outsiders that has not come into the kingdom as it is. My people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Any area of your life huh, that is void of an expression of God, we lack knowledge in those areas. Whether we want to admit it or not, if it's void of the expression of God, we lack knowledge. We must ask God for knowledge and for wisdom. We'll give it to all men liberally, liberally, and upbraid it not. I have a simple prayer here this morning. If it is a case where you have not been able to let this person go, you might have to come to the altar and labor a little bit more. But, huh, even for the person that offended you when you were 10 years old, huh, got to go back and let that one go also. Even when we were children, when we were taken advantage of, that there has to be on the list. I, like I said, grace is available this morning. You can let them go in Christ. I can do what? All things through Christ who strengthens me. All, all, all. If it's a man telling you to do that, we don't have what it takes to encourage you to do that. We preach this gospel with so much assurance, with such confidence. Huh! Because we know what? It's backed by our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we can have this type of conviction. Amen? So this is it this morning, guys. Who is it that anyone here is holding up? I want you to repeat these words after me. Huh! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your invitation this morning. Huh! To forgive. Say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge that I have sinned against you by not forgiving people who have hurt me. I repent for not obeying your word. I ask you to give me the grace to forgive them. I choose now to release, to forgive. And I want you to insert the names now. Insert the names of the individuals. Huh! As the Spirit of God brings you back, bring them back to mind. Insert their names. Family members. Huh. Even family members that should have really showed you love, showed you grace. They took advantage. Let them go this morning. Grandmothers, huh. mothers, uncles, aunts, co-workers. Huh. That caused us to lose the job. Forgive them this morning. Huh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forgive them this morning. Rip up that agreement that you signed with the wicked one. Huh! That is allowing him to afflict your mind, afflict your body. 
tear up the agreement this morning in the name of your Lord Jesus Christ. Ha! Let them go. Father, give, them, give your people strength this morning. Give your people grace this morning. Ha! Give them grace, oh Lord God Almighty. Holy Ghost. Ha! Give your people grace, Holy Spirit, this morning. That they might let go. That they might forgive. That we might forgive, oh Lord. Ha! Covenants are being broken. Agreements. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, let this be true forgiveness. True, O oh Lord Jesus. Let it be true. Let it be real. Let it be authentic, O oh Lord. I pray there would be no memory, O oh Lord. No memory, O oh Lord. As we forgive this morning, let there be no memory, O oh Lord, in our minds, in our bodies, of the pain. Let the memories, O oh Lord, of those unpleasant circumstances, let them be taken out, O oh Lord. As we forgive, as we loose those individuals, O oh Lord, that we have held on to for so long, as we loose them, O oh God Almighty. Let the, the memory of the pain, the trauma that is embedded in our souls, in our hearts, in our memory, let them also go, O oh Lord Jesus. Let the memory go, O oh Lord. Bless them. Hi. Bless them. Pray for them now. Pray for them now. Huh. Pray for those ones that have hurt you. Say, Lord, I pray that this person would come to know you, O oh Lord. Huh. That they would come to know you, Lord Jesus, intimately. Huh. Pray that God would save their souls. Hakundo kananda mehandala hindi. Hi. Release them. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their offense. Huh. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their offense this morning. Oh, yeah. oh chains are being broken even now. Shackles. Huh. Prison doors are being opened even now. Hey. Men and women are walking free. The power of forgiveness. Hey. The power of forgiveness. Huh. Even people that have passed on. Huh. We're still holding them. They're in the grave. Hey. Forgive them. Loose them now. Hey. In the name of your Lord, loose them. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their offense. They are no longer, say this, they are no longer indebted to me. They are no longer indebted to me. I remit their sins against me. I pray that you would forgive everyone that sinned against me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, hey, I pray your blessings over them all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy in hearing my prayers. Hey. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that understanding this morning, O oh Lord. That has hindered the voice of God in some of us. Unforgiveness has hindered us from hearing the voice of God. Huh. Short-circuited our dreams and our visions and the expressions that heaven wanted to release. Huh. 
and the blessings also. When you go back in your closet this week, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Oh, oh the Spirit of God will fall. Ha, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word this morning, oh, Lord, that is able to sanctify our souls. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you. We praise you. Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.